Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. And Greg is here. Hello. Oh, guys, come on. Let's all get together in a warm kind of get inside the quilt embrace because it's cold out there. <laughs> so cold. We've just experienced our first true frost event. Uh, we had a little snow just the other night, and here we go. And so we are tasked to warm up the spirits of lovers of Cape Cod everywhere by keeping the flame of the Cape of burning into the fall, into the winter, into the great beyond, into history together. Are you with me, fellas? Warm me up. <laughs> How about a real woo? Woo. Oh, boy. Let's just move to the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast for the upcoming weekend for Saturday, November 16th, 2019. Mostly sunny, guys. Yay. With a high near 38. No. Let's, 38. Can we cancel that weather? Oh, come wow. On. Come on. It's it's November. It shouldn't be this cold. What a world it is, though. Aren't we lucky, though? We're in a position rotating around the sun where we have these vagaries of 10 or 20 or 30 degrees, and we, we still thrive and survive on Earth. It's a miracle. Because some other planets, boy, oh, it's too hot. It's like Mercury goes in front of the sun the other day. Oh, it's so hot. Everyone on Mercury is like, oh, my God, I got SPF 8 million and I'm still peeling. This is awful. <laughs> and you go out to, like, Pluto and Uranus. Easy, Mung. And out there, it's cold all the time. I mm. mean, you're stuck inside an it's igloo. Crazy. You were in these space mucklucks, yeah. and it's a nightmare. Yeah. Here on Earth, yeah. it's just a little colder than I it was. I guess we do have advantages due to our placement in the solar so system. I mean, we are so lucky to be like there where go, we guys. are. That's where I'm we need looking, to yeah. yes, establish the sort of exactly. place in the firmament. So we yeah. don't need to complain. We just need to savor and enjoy. No no rings, you know, to get in the, in the, <laughs> oh. in the, in the way of our view and of the sun. And those rings, they're all sort of dirty, rocky. And you get up close, you're like, oh. this is a mess. Where's my dustpan? Oh, they're all filled with <laughs> smelly. They look great from space. They're all filled with like smelly gases and stuff. It's smelly you socks, know? all the socks that are lost. Mm, sounds like my room. Oh, a ring rotating around <laughs> the place of Mung <laughs> with all sort of, I don't know, cheese puffs, sweat socks. Uh, trash Oh, heap. no, it's too bad. But oh, how about Sunday? Maybe things will get better. Sunday, November 17th, 2019. Mostly cloudy with a high near 47. It'll feel so good. Oh, that's yeah. down my balmy. So don't you guys worry at all. Of course, we have our tides this weekend. Low tides around 8 a.m. this weekend. High tides around 2 p.m. And this recent uh, weather situation had me scrambling at my house. And indeed, uh, as the rain turned to snow and as the sun dipped behind the maple tree... I had to go out behind my house. You were out there, weren't you? And get into my crawl space, pull that thing back that exposes the sort of subterranean world. Down I went. Ugh. Put my phone light on, all the Jurassic bugs scrambling. I look into the, it's like half basement, but there's like uh, insulation, like stalactites hanging down. I know, it's that yeah. spun glass. That reminds me of like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> and Doom is turning off your outdoor shower. What a sad day. And Did you uh, say it was done. the saddest day of the year? That's what I did tweet, yes. it is. Oh, I think my. it's the saddest day of the year. I'm a happy guy. So most of the time I'm pretty happy turning off my outdoor shower and leaving that behind. Hmm. Yeah. Even worse than Red Sox playoff elimination day? Yeah, we're used to that by now. Oh my God, who cares? 
It's um, the outdoor shower that's the personal pleasure, not the far-flung Red Sox toiling away in Boston. Every day out there looking at the sky, Greg, you know what I'm talking about. I had, I had the exact same experience. I turned mine off uh, Saturday or Sunday. The last shower I had, it was 33 degrees outside. It was windy. And yet, it was it was gorgeous because, as we've talked before at nauseum, once you get into that, that zone of warmth, the oh. water... Everything, that everything is okay. Everything with the Zone world is okay, except when you turn it off, and then you're cold as. Mung, I want you to imagine a naked Greg finally smiling. Oh dear! Uh, Isn't that a nice? Uh, How do you erase memories? Well, you know, last last show. I mean, I was Mister Positive. Uh, Mung was Mister like super super. Well, maybe negative. he's coming back now as he pictures the steam rising off the muscular body of Greg during his last <laughs> outdoor shower, and finally, it's fogging my glasses. Finally, the and- question is answered. Yes, he is a marsupial. <laughs> So does gotta, love the, the, gotta love the pouch. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys got pouch envy. I put beer in my pouch. <laughs> I have a couple cold ones, baby, out there in the outdoor shower. I put uh, Ritz crackers. If you there. had a pouch, what would you carry? Uh, like Ritz, trail bars? Ritz crackers, I think. Ah, they'd yeah. get all crummy. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's individually true. wrapped ones. How about you, Mung? What? Oh, obviously, lots of fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a disaster. smoking a big cigar? Yeah, what's mm. going on? I say, let me put this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little more indigestion, Mung? Ah, yeah, yeah, that's it, see? That's oh, it's funny. the fireworks in my pouch, officer. Please don't come any closer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it was so, a very sad so day, and uh, this is. morning I took my first indoor shower. Oh, it was so civilized. There were scones and tea. I mean, it just had nothing no. of the raw frontier Daniel Boonish outdoor shower feeling. Everyone, every, every, you know, everyone in the room speaks with a fine, you know, upper class. Oh, British hello. Accent. Would you like to you be know? spritzed? Hello. It's not like outdoors. Yeah, well, what you doing? You coming out here? Yeah. Well, it's a little known fact on Cape Cod that most people, even just regular homeowners, have their own bathroom attendant. <laughs> uh, and so someone's in there with a towel over the arm. It's true. And there's mints. Be and sure to tip them at Christmas. Personal we are, care. We are we are all extremely extremely wealthy down here in Cape I'll Cod. be needing the two ply today, Melvin. <laughs> uh oh, have to go to the market for that. I'll be Sorry. right back, sir. All right, enough of that horrible bath. What is sad, sad stuff? Yep. We need to then look around the Cape and see things that will raise our spirits and temperature. Now, I know you guys are big motorcycle fans, right? I, I, I love hogs. Oh, yeah. I'm a gearhead. I don't know if that's what they call them. I've seen you on the back of a bike, Mung, holding on to some brave driver and heading mm. down uh, Route 28, uh, looking for, I don't know, a patisserie or something like that, <laughs> saying, hello, hello, everybody. All right. This may be the coolest event of the weekend, Land Speed Champion to speak at Motorcycle Exhibit. So first of all, over at the Cultural Center for Cape Cod, they have like 40 Harley Davidsons, vintage Harley Davidsons on display. Really? That's an attraction enough. But as part of its ongoing Art on Two Wheels exhibit of rare Harley Davidson motorcycles and artwork, the Cultural Center of Cape Cod will host two events featuring land speed champion Jody Perowitz. She's the first woman to ride an American V-twin powered motorcycle 
at more than 200 miles an hour what? on a motorcycle. What? Whoa. I, oh, I can't even imagine driving a car that fast. I mean, you're on a motorcycle? Anything could happen. A hiccup, a bump, a sneeze, and you are airborne. It's only two wheels. Hmm. I hope she didn't a... get a ticket. That would be expensive. Yes, this actually happened on uh, Route 6 between Exit 6 and 7. <laughs> <laughs> when she finished it in about 30 seconds. Yeah, that's kind of strange. That's so fast. Um, I saw the press release uh, with her, and, you know, she looks tough and tats and and strong and brave. Uh, I bet these talks will be a lot of fun. They're taking place 7 p.m. Friday and 11 a.m. Saturday at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod, 307 Old Main Street South, Yarmouth. Admission is $20. Uh, that's nice. Culturalcenter.org. Cultural-center.org. She holds more than 16 land speed records. Won a world record. This year, she competed in the motorcycle chase from the Canadian border to Key West on a motorcycle. Come on. What kind of people are these? These are great people. I wow. know. While we sit around, I mean, barely able to manipulate our cable televisions. <laughs> we have people riding motorcycles from Canada to Key West. We're out there, like, uh, tur- turning our outside showers on and off. It's, like, big deal. Some days I can't open my mailbox. And some <laughs> days there's a spider in my mailbox. Eek. And then I don't go to my mailbox for days. And this person's, like, going 200 miles an hour on a motorcycle, bravely pushing human achievements forward by setting records. Hmm. I ask you two, Jamokes, what have you done lately for the world? Hmm. Nothing, really. Mung, anything? I, I know you wore corduroys that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that wide, was great. Wide well. Wide well. And when he started he might, running, I, 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 he almost <laughs> set himself on fire. <laughs> I mean, you hate to see that. He, I, really, I let, he, he really pushed the boundaries. I let, I let someone out, you know, as I was driving. They wanted to make a turn. Oh. And I said, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the Cape Cod way is not to do that, Mung. Oh. You do not let them no, out. No, never. They're punks, okay? Yeah. That was my good you deed of the year. You want to take a left in front of me? I don't think so. Losers. Forget that. All right. Uh, so that's a lot of motorcycle excitement at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod in South uh-huh. Yamath. Now, Mung, I understand you have been contributing to science. Uh, it's amazing how you're out there with a microscope and all sorts of uh, petri dishes, and you're making notes on graph paper, mm-hmm. and you're studying apparently plazas now. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing tests and experiments at plazas. Plazas, plazas of course, those plazas. strips of businesses you see oh, along the plaza, oh, Greg. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, plaza. we, we have right. an epic plaza discussion with Mung, and I don't even know. If Let's we're not be able have to, it here. <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to be able to get through it because this is so out. I mean, what's so great about a plaza? A plaza can host several businesses that you may enjoy. So you're saying it's like a shopping ecosystem. An ecosystem of shopping Some of them can be interesting. So interesting that I actually descended on one recently. That's incredible, And it actually has a name. Wait a second. You pulled off the road into a plaza? Greg. I pulled off 28. I've never done that. I've been afraid. I was attracted to one of the businesses, and I experienced multiple while I was there, and it was so delightful. And this plaza even has a name. You got to name your plazas, folks. Yeah, it's the Grand Cove Place Plaza. And it's not even a plaza, but it's a place. It's at 581 Main Street in West Dennis. That's Route 28. The Grand Cove Place Plaza. Oh yes, and you're like, what oh, is it? Oh, Mung, how, how were you so brave to do this? Because uh, I <laughs> tell really, us every detail. I, oh, you're gonna get so many details, you're gonna want to shut me off. Ready, Greg? I'll be right back. Uh, it was a cold evening. 
Ooh, so I good so far. And this uh, this is a uh, discussion we need to immediately have because it's all about hot chocolate right now for me. It's cold out. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I need something warm and delightful to to heal me from the inside. So I decided uh, with a with delightful colleague Marilee Cassidy to go to Three Fins. Why'd you Co- drag her into it? Now she's gonna be mad. Probably, but she was she was also delighted to step into Three Fins Coffee Roasters at 581 Main Street. And this is a really cool space. Huge high ceilings. They got couches. Great places to sit. It seemed like they have a ton of different coffees. Cappuccinos, espressos, the the regular drip. But I really wanted a hot chocolate. And boy, was their hot chocolate so good. I rank it in probably my top five. It was rich, chocolatey, frothy but smooth. It was not one of those like Swiss mint... Swiss Miss packet type situations. So we gotta get right out of the packet sometimes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, kind of like those old fun dips. (laughs) (laughs) Dry. Choco pixie sticks? Yeah, so I I usually have like all this powder over my face. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, so that leads us into a a thought. What are you guys' thoughts on hot chocolate? Could it be the ultimate drink of the winter? Ah, you know, it's too sweet. It's just too much of a good thing. Oh, but this one had a good balance. Not too sweet. And some people have like a dark chocolate, um, hot chocolate. So some of my other favorite places for hot chocolate, you know, Chocolate Sparrow in Orleans. They've always had a good one. Rendezvous Cafe in Hyannis. Um, So listeners, give us a shout out at digital at capegodonline.com if you know of any great hot chocolate places. I can see mixing it with coffee, like a half and half or something like that, but it's Mm. just too much sweet. If I could have a small serving of it, yeah, you I know, it's just I don't I don't mind that. I don't mind the sweetness. It's like every time, you know, since I've been a baby that that I've been given hot chocolate, I sort of start wanting it so much, but it's usually so hot that You're I right. can't I can't get at it for a long, long period of time. And then because, it gets cold. Because I either bite, I either burn my tongue or I, I, ha- I have these very pronounced ridges on my, uh, the Stop top. Stop right there. Top of my, uh, uh, you know, mouth. Oh, open your mouth up, Greg. Oh yeah. my God. It's oh almost, dear. it's almost like. It's like the Alps in there. <laughs> it's almost like a cake. Like an Monk, see if you can climb in there and see what's going on. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Monk, what's it like inside Greg's mouth ridges? Too wet for me. Mung, quick, get back out. Phew, Mung, you're okay. Oh dear. All right, back so, to the plaza. So, 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 so by the time I, I, I can actually get at it, it's, I not, agree. it's not like scalding my mouth. It's cold. Yeah, it's a very difficult beverage to wrangle. And, and I hmm. don't. Well, you just got to pay attention and you know. Monitor Who's got that t- kind of attention span? You're looking at your phone. You take a sip. You scorch your mouth. Your taste buds are dead. They hmm. do. They die. Maybe you should do Mung's three-minute wait rule. Oh, just wait well. for three minutes. So if there's a uh, regimen, Greg, maybe we could adopt a regimen. Okay, I'd be willing to try that. So so I kind of feel bad. Anyway. Like, I'm not a coffee drinker talking about a coffee place. Merrily seemed to enjoy her coffee. It seemed like they had good quality coffee, so swing over to Three Fins. But also in this plaza, there were several other businesses, uh, including a inter- uh, fresh interiors design for coastal living. Uh, but I really went to... Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Fromage à Trois, the West Village what? Pasta and Cheese Shop, mm. uh, a a cute little. Uh, I didn't you know, know about this. You know, yeah. interesting, like Italian. Uh, inspired. Do they make their own pasta? It looks like, yes. They make their own pa- pasta and cheese. They got handcrafted mozzarella. Interesting uh, shaped pasta. There was one that was kind of like a long like a, r- oh. rod that was corkscrewy, and I was like, these seem really that, interesting. That's a mungacelli. Yeah, yeah. The mung- get the mungacelli. <laughs> 
Um, so if you like fresh, interesting cheeses or have oh, yeah. some Italian uh, food uh, Are they like yearning? foreign, you know, uh, French, Italian? Um, um, I don't know, but uh, they seem very you? nice in there. So you went in. You actually went I into actually this place. I actually went in. Said, hello. And, uh, I, yes. They, I'm Mung. They have, they have things for you to take I home. I have a podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. Some fresh. Po- Did it, you try to throw your weight around with your importance fresh- in the community? Like, hey, do you know who I am? Could you give me a little fromaggio yeah, love right now? Yeah, and usually right that gets me booted up booted out of the business. Oh. So yeah, buy some pasta. You know, it's better than, you know, that boxed dry pasta you get in the supermarket. Go fresh, go local. What a plaza. Uh, fromage à trois. And if you're still hungry in the oh same plaza. What goodness. can't be good? Um, this more? How, can, how can this be? Ardeo Cafe oh, and Catering uh, is at this location now. Ardeo's has been around the Cape for years. Uh, they've had a location in Yarmouth, in Brewster, but now apparently they're back at Grand Cove Place. Um, and you know, you guys know that Ardeo is known for their Mediterranean food. See, I like eating that way. Uh, Greg. Really cool. Yeah, I love hummus. I like they've baba got ganoush, hummus. Tabouli. They've got uh, uh, falafel plates. Stuffed I love falafel. grape leaves. I love L- chicken. Listen to this: Middle Eats Metza, hummus, cucumber oh. yogurt, olive medley, falafel, falafel, vegetable grape leaves served with a Lebanese bread for a twelve ninety nine. I love grape. Pizzas, I like this kind of food. Yeah, pizzas, Italian specialties. They've got everything at Ardeo. So, so literally, you can roll. Roll into this plaza, wow. uh, get some coffee, get some fresh cheese. You can you can shop for furniture or something for the interior, and then go for dinner or takeout at Ardeo. Like, so Greg, this is you like your get, whole day. You could get some to eat and some wainscoting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need some of that soon. Now, that could be one of the great plazas of Cape Cod, unless as we analyze the world, there are contenders. I'd throw out maybe Shop Ahoy in Chatham. You got the Shop Ahoy oh, yeah. Liquor Store. You got Larry's PX. Oh, yeah. That's a classic plaza. That's a wonderful Which place. is like a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. That's a wonderful What about place. that one in Orleans? Hmm, what's that called? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's the mean... one across from the bowling alley? <clears throat> oh, yeah. That has Ames Pizza, Fuller's Package Store, and out behind is the Cape Cod Miniature Railroad Model Association. And then there's some kind of Jamaican gift store. And there used to be like a Tedeschi, but it closed. Plazas. <laughs> yeah, so that's Glorious the message. Glorious commerce centers travel, on Cape Cod. Travel through your towns, stop at a plaza, give a hug to the plaza manager, and uh, enjoy some time. How would you identify the plaza manager? Probably the first person that comes to greet you. Hello, welcome to our six <laughs> different shops of pleasure. I am Earl, the plaza manager. Here's a map, although you can probably see every business if you yeah, just look yeah. left and right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe plazas, you know, sometimes there's great the plazas. Journey, man. There's empty storefronts and plazas. There's Chef Shrimpy. He's in a plaza. Oh, that's right. Over yep. by the South library Yarmouth. in South Yarmouth. And he's got like a, a fireplace store next to him. That's oh, right. I know. I know one. It's in uh, Brewster. I think they have a very nice uh, wine and beer shop. All right. That's Ooh. a good start. I, they used to have a sushi place there. I don't know if they still do. Uh, they have a gas thing out front. Maybe plazas are the last frontier of uh, entrepreneurs sort of consumer-based stores yeah. mm. where you start something up in a plaza. Well, it's you like hope- a one, one, one stop, you know? Greg, if you were opening up a store in a plaza, what would it be? Oh, are you kidding? I don't know. Greg's Potholders? <laughs> <laughs> potholders like... Potholder- pot? No, Potholders by Greg. 
Oh, you mean like uh, for 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 like uh, uh, hot stovey you know, objects, hot, hot stuff? As, yes, as no, not to not hemp and marijuana stuff that you like in, ingest. How about Greg's counterfeit vapes? That would go over pretty <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, that's, you could that's, do that. A, yeah, that's a great. Made now. in my basement with many additives <laughs> could be your slogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about just, you, Mung? Just oh, all glow in the dark products, which will be sad because <laughs> no one will come in during the day. But you know, toasters, uh, slippers, everything glow in the dark. Wow, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I think I would uh, feed off that and have something called like just pop tarts, <laughs> just different kinds of pop tarts. Really? That's mm-hmm. all. With a uh, toast your own toasting bar. Wow. People come in, select something from my library of pop tarts. Right. You... Doesn't have, it doesn't have to be warm fruit too. You can have like a chicken pot pie. Oh, that pop tart. Can you really? We'll call it the chicken pop pie. A chi- chicken tart? Can you do? Could you do that? Well, Man, I what a what? world if you have a you meat do, pie and a any, Pop-Tart. You can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, so are, are, would, you, would you dress as a Toucan Sam? <laughs> That's the Fruit Loop guy. He's not oh, the Pop-Tart guy. I thought he was the Pop-Tart guy. Oh, well, great. he can be. No, he does not work uh, uh, outside of well, cereals. He, he likes Pop-Tarts. He has a strict I've contract. Heard, he loves Pop-Tarts. Everyone knows that. Fruit, whatever it is. I want to eat the Pop-Tarts. That reminds me of my latest video game. It's called Cereal Wars. Where people kill people eating cereal? No, it's like mascots fighting each other. Uh, that actually could be fun. It's like that little bee fighting the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy. I once hugged Yuppie, the Montreal Expos mascot. Hmm. Who? Yuppie. Y-O-U-P-P-I. Did you congratulate him for winning the, uh, the what World is it? Series? What, is it, what does it look like? Yuppie was like a big buggy blob. I'm not sure. Was hmm. slightly smiling, yeah. I think. Yuppie? Yeah. All right, enough of this. This is not what we're trying to do here on the show. We have to really get out there and find out what's going on now. I made an excursion into the great wilds, fellows, that I must tell you about. Oh, you do that all the time. I just, it's, That's great. Is it not fun? That's great. I love it. So uh, my wife and busy. daughters went to the mall, and I said, no way. No way am I going. Not that it isn't great, but I had that bad experience with the Auntie Anne's free samples when I couldn't get one. The mm-hmm. little pretzely things at the mall, I tried, didn't still, get any. Are you still burning over that? Yes, that's why I didn't go back to the mall with my family. So I pointed my Harvard's car north strange. and ended up in North Truro, out into the province lands, the crazy, sandy, deserty, bizarro landscape. I parked at the end of High Head Road in North Truro and then out across the ORV trail for a while. It's like a sand road. People go in Jeeps and stuff and then broke off to the left on little trails, including the land of cranberry bogs. But fellas, I got out there. There was a family in the distance at the Big Bog where a lot of people go where the seashore's been taking people over the past couple years before Thanksgiving to get their cranberries. I got out there and I don't want to be like Mr. Weirdo, like, how you doing, everybody? I'm like, hi, and I keep walking. And then a lady turns to me and says, do you know why there are no cranberries in the bog? And I was stopped in my tracks. I turned around, and it was a like a three-generation family with few cranberries to show for a lot of toil. Oh. And they said they couldn't find anything. I looked down, I couldn't see anything. There have been years when they're like apples on an apple tree, just everywhere. And for some reason... There really aren't that many cranberries out there. You went out there and you picked them all, right? No, I haven't gone yet. I was actually scouting during this mission <laughs> to report back. I did bring a plastic bag in my pants pocket, just, just in case. case. Yeah. Yeah. But I was mainly, I want to keep walking, maintain a good pace. 
And there are other bogs in this realm, which is so beautiful. The terrain is incredible. You climb dunes, you're looking at Provincetown and the ocean, then down into these death valleys where you can't see anything and getting lost, sort of, is pretty easy. I found some other sort of sneakily set away bogs and I don't know, man. Uh-oh. It's going to be tough out there, but so glorious. Not a good year. So beautiful. The sunset, the pinkish sky, the purpley sky over Provincetown. It was so lovely to be out there. And again, the perfect temperature to really churn it up. The province lands are a natural wonder. I urge you, gentlemen, please hmm. get out there. Which one is High Head? Sorry. I get them all mixed up in that area. Is you- High Head the one with the uh, the uh, bike trail? No. Uh Yes, yes, it's the uh, northern terminus of the head of the meadow bike trail. So if you're driving to Provincetown on Route 6, you get to that point where you're sort of on top of a rise and you look down and see everything for the first time below you and you're like, ooh, and then you're now driving that flat road. On your right is Pilgrim Lake, a.k.a. East Harbor. Just before the lake on the right on Route 6 is uh, is High Head Road. Mm. And you just go down there, follow it all the way to the end. There's a seashore parking lot. It's pretty small, though. It's it's is it is it the same? See, I think I'm mixing it up with something else. Which I, I'll stop the discussion in a sec. I'm just curious. I don't think you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh the yeah the northern. You can get on the bike trail from there and head south to head of the meadow beach. Okay, or you so can walk straight small, out. It's like the ORV access. There's a, a parking, parking lot, lot holds about ten cars, okay, maybe. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But this time of year, it's no. I was there. I was there last Christmas. It's so gorgeous out there. Absolutely, I took some nice pictures. Maybe I'll visit there on my way up to Provincetown this season to visit the lobster pot Christmas tree. Lobster pot, making it out of the lobster traps. I saw a call for lobster traps. A tribute to the late and great Julian Popko and his family that still puts it up there. It's a lovely thing. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to move on, people. Mung, you love fiddles. Oh, so much. Why? Um, because probably my old fiddle teacher when I was in elementary school used to yell at me um, for not positioning my hands correctly. And so somehow you turn trauma into joy. Turn trauma into joy. Plus, it's my wheelhouse, bluegrass, Americana, lots of fiddles. It's the be- one of the best instruments. Well, here is maybe your last chance to see Childs play. Returning for their farewell concert after 32 years, the fiddle supergroup Child's Play is touring for the final time. One of the six stops this month around New England and New York will be a concert coming up next Thursday. Great. In Harwich. The thing about this group, led by fiddler and luthier, Bob Childs, that's how they get the name Child's Play, all the violins oh. and violas plays played by the group's more than two dozen musicians were crafted by this guy. He made the instruments they all play. That is wow. insane. That's incredible. Two dozen musicians playing huh. instruments crafted by the leader of the band. Hmm. Let's see Led Zeppelin do that, Greg, and yeah. all the rest of your super groups. Yeah, really, all that, all those... <laughs> they don't make their own instruments. No, of course they don't. They're too complicated. They just sit around, man, you know? Oh, they play and they strum. Give me all the red M&Ms. I'm not going to make my own viola. I want to rock. 
Wait, John Lennon didn't make Ringo's drums? No, it doesn't work like that. Oh. This is the only time I ever heard of this. Oh, that's right. They make each other's instruments. They don't make their own, but they, you know, the, oh, the, that's, the guy. Oh, that's the way rock works? Yeah, yeah. The guy that does that plays the guitar does the bass players, you know, oh. the bass. I think the world of music would be a different place if everyone had to make their own instrument. Or they don't get to the starting line. That'd be hard. Yeah. I mean, it'd be good to be a conductor because you just whittle something down quick and you got your little <laughs> conductor stick, your baton. My yeah. band would only be playing triangles. <laughs> oh, you, how are you going to make a triangle, Mung? No way. Um, you're It'd right. Like, this is a rhombus, or what is this? And it's <laughs> yeah. not made of metal. Yeah. It's like it's like a plastic candy wrapper bent around in the shape of a semi triangle, and it just rustles. Get out that acetylene torch and try to bend <sighs> the metal. Oh, what could we make? It would be awful. So anyway, this is Thursday, pretty far in advance. Uh, coming up uh, next week, Thursday. That's at Monomoy Regional High School in Howich. Tickets uh, run $30 in, $75. Maybe that's for a VIP. I'll make you a Viola meet and greet. Uh, childsplay.org. Sounds nice. There's a picture of them. There's like 24 people with all fiddly objects, big ones, little ones, medium-sized, base ones. I like the play on the the, uh, the founder's name because when he first told me Child's Play, I thought, and they're coming uh, to an end after 32 years, I thought it was like children started decades ago, grew up, now they're like mid-adults and being like, now we're done with this. When I heard Child's Play, I thought it was like one of those 90s bands like Alice in Chains or something, like oh. Child's Play. Coming to you. Yeah, wicka, yeah, wicka, yeah, right, yeah, my yeah. God, splinters under my fingernails. Wacka woo woo. But no, it's nice. Soft. Wacka woo woo. Wacka wacka woo woo woo. All right, Greg. Maybe you don't like uh, you don't like fiddles. Is that what you're saying? No, I, that sounded That's great. That's what you're intoning. <laughs> you don't like fiddles. <laughs> you don't like fiddlehead ferns. You don't like fiddles of any kind. But you love Celtic music. You were recently in Scotland. That's true, right? Yes, I was. And I'm sure over there it's Celtic music some sometimes. Sure. Down in down in Ullapool village. Well, here's a band playing uh, this band plays for Celticly insane. What? Is that the name of the group? I don't know. It's, Is that, it's, it's, I love I'm, the name of the group. If all that's right. It. That's what they describe their repertoire as. Music for the Celticly insane. It's the New York-based Celtic rock band Bangers and Mash. That's nice. the best name for bangers nice. and mash. Was that good nice. too, Mung? Where can we get some good bangers and mash on Cape Cod? Oh, good question. We'll have to research this. So, that mashed potatoes and sausages, I, right? I, yeah, I would uh, consult I, our local Irish places. Like, give a call to the Celtic Kitchen. I think they may have bangers and mash. That sounds good, right? In that Yarmouth, does, totally. Mm-hmm. All right, but let's get back to the music, fellas. Uh, this they play the Celticly insane music for the Celticly insane. Greg, are you Celticly insane? Totally. Crazy. That's right there, boy. I'm out of my mind, man. You are striding around the highlands there, lad. We and the lads, we get together. You were wearing your Gore-Tex kilt from L.L. Bean, and much laughter was heard by the residents. They said, who are you? You're from out of here. You said, yeah, I, I am. Yeah, it wasn't really working. My name is Greg. McGregor. <laughs> Greg of the highlands. <laughs> Greg of Dennis. Have you heard of me? And they said, no. Nay, we haven't heard of you. What do you know how to do? And you said, well, I'm building a porch at my house. I put some cement in the ground. And now I'm leveling things off. They said, I get out of here. Celtically Insane, they're, uh, they're coming to the Cape Cod Irish Village, Mung. Oh, I've been there. I've had corned beef there. 8 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. It's uh, Bangers and Mash playing music for the Celtically Insane. 
Oh, that sounds Celtically edgy. That sounds fun. What is it like at the Cape Cod Irish Village, Mung? Oh, every time I've been there, there's always a lot of music and everyone's happy and smiling. Hey, and, you hear that, Greg? Uh, smashing, hey. you know, except, cheers. Except they're Irish. It warms up your evening there, lad. Except they're Irish. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> hey, it's true. I think they accept Scots, you know, seriously. They do. Celtic Scots aren't Celtic? They speak Gaelic. That must be Celtic. Mung, I turn to you as the expert on all things Gaelic. There's mm-hmm. a language Irish, but it's... Is it Gaelic-based? Well, it's certainly good in Italian food. Oh, that's garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Not Gaelic, Greg. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, man. All right. That's That's uh, moving along here so uh, ably and excited. You know, one thing we haven't ever talked about, and I've had many good experiences, is kind of local community dinners, ham and beans, hot dogs, and things like that. All I want is more of these in my life, but I never get to go to them. I know. And so this one caught my eye. As we start the warm-up to Thanksgiving, something of which Mung is completely against, apparently, he says go straight to Christmas. Boo-hoo. Most definitely. I mean, you can love Thanksgiving. It's a great one-day holiday. No, no. But it doesn't take a lot of effort to, you know, get it does. the Thanksgiving to spirit. To get the local sides, you need to locally no. source your food to it's make like, it the best it can like be. a couple days ahead. But no Christmas, way! Christmas requires months of planning and loving and enjoying. Right. I'm going to nip that in the bud right now because next week's show is going to be all about getting local turnips and turkeys and food and starting the quest, Mung. I may have to tune in. It's about gravy, Mung. Oh, I do like It's gravy. always about the gravy with <laughs> Mung. Mm-hmm. Enough said. All of a sudden his eyes glazed over oh, like a ham. God, you know, he's, you know those, he's drooling. You know those, uh, like drool. It's like going down his chest. I'm trying to bring back cool beds from the past. Remember water beds? I have now a gravy bed. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So instead of filling it with water, no, no, I have gravy. No. Is it is it is it hot gravy though? There must oh, be kind of difficult al- sleeping hot. if it's hot. <laughs> How are you going to warm up so if you don't like, have a hot gravy bed? <laughs> now, so if you sleep without covers, that's an open face gravy bed, <laughs> <laughs> and if you wear covers, that's a closed face gravy bed. Absolutely, you can get some Z's and. Uh, you know, drink some gravy at the same time. What I'm going to ask, though, is like, say you're laying in bed <laughs> and you got a like a piece of chicken and you want a little bit of gravy. How do you get it out of the gravy bed without the entire thing just squirting Walk. into the air and de- deflating gravy everywhere? Just a little gravy. That's that's funny. You want everything completely soaked in gravy. All right, fill it up again. That's it's right. been a tough weekend. Isn't there? Isn't there like a little window or something? You know, you can like open and dip things into the, pressure the window. Pressure lying on no, the no, bed. No, you no, know. no, no. Well, yeah. The you normal have to be person does. I just put a pin in there, and it spouts <laughs> like a spout from a whale, and you just oh, put your mouth on it. Old flavorful. <laughs> That's uh, that's something. A gravy geyser in his bed. That is gross. And you thought you lived on the edge, Greg. I, I Look tried. at the adventures that's, he's having I, over there. I, I can't compete. That's too much. Okay, this is all about a free Thanksgiving community dinner. Mm. You know, this sounds nice. Free Thanksgiving community dinners, noon to 2 p.m., Sunday, November 17th, at the West Dennis Community Church, 288 Main Street. That is in, of course, West Dennis. It's free. That sounds what? so nice. Noon to two Sunday at the West Dennis Community Church, 288 Main Street. I believe that church has been around for a long time, maybe since the 1830s, something like that. Meals can be delivered to Shuttons in Dennis, Yarmouth, and Harwich. Takeout dinners available for pickup. 
It just warms the cockles of your heart, Greg. That's nice. And plus, it's your first crack at a Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. You know, because you think about Thanksgiving for a while, you start hankering for that stuff. Yeah. And one isn't enough to have a hot turkey dinner among. I know you love a good hot turkey dinner. It's my favorite thing. Hot turkey, gravy, Mm. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Maybe some rolls. Mm -hmm. I like a little celery and some olives thrown in there. Little mini pickles. Oh, and those uh, little uh, onions. Those little tiny onions. Oh, jeez. Can I donate to them? If I go, I feel like they're putting out so much nice I think they'd be happy for you to donate. Yes, I think that would be in the community spirit. Definitely. And then take a little extra thing to go. Mm Mm-hmm. You say yes to Thanksgiving, Mung. Yes to Thanksgiving. And that's this Sunday. Okay, here's a, here's a walk that you could do this week that has some guidance to it, which is always helpful. The walk of the week is the Child's River Excursion. 9 to 11 a.m. November 16th, that is Saturday, at the Child's River Conservation Area, Brown and Milford Road in Mashpee. It's free. For more information, uh, 208-237-2318. So they are meeting there at the Childs River Conservation Area. The parking is located on Brown, which also says Brown in parentheses, Milford Road, which means I'm probably going to get lost. Childs River Conservation Area is located in the Mashpee National Wildlife Refuge. The area consists of abandoned cranberry bogs, known as the Garner Bogs, down an old bog access road. Sounds like Bruce Hornsby. Hmm. Witness the freshwater marsh conditions in the old bog ditches where plants such as cattails and cardinal flowers grow now that the cranberry operations have ceased. Child's River, which I don't know if I've ever heard of before now, used to flow out of the south side of John's Pond. Now the river outlet is the Quashnet River at the north side. So this sounds like, like a mysterious place I've never been to. Hmm. It's the Child's River Excursion. 9 to 11 a.m. November 16th, right there in Mashpee. Do you dare make an excursion? It's a great time to do it, you know, late fall, post-foliage, because don't you find that when you do a a, a fall hike that you can see more of the area during this time of year? If you went in the spring, it's like covered with all sorts of vegetation Inconvenient and stuff. leaves but now, and greenery. vegetation. <laughs> right. What do we need that for? Now Irritated. you can see right through the sticks and know the land. That's how you discover weird stuff. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I see that ghost rest area uh, coming in on Route 6. It's right around, oh, it's between exits 9 and 8, I believe. There's a rest area now, but then there's like a peninsula that goes out into the Bass River area, and you can see a kiosk. I know exactly what you're talking about, and there, there, there used to be a structure there. You used to be able to go out to the tip of that point. It's so and, scenic, but now it must have gotten weird or something they, out there. They put the big fence up. But that's what the sort of fall can mean. When the leaves fall, your eyes can see further. Yeah. All right, fellas, as we wind down, one more thing to just bring to your attention. You know, I'm thinking about maybe getting back into skiing this year. I know it's a crazy idea. It can be expensive. But I was over there at the Cape Cod Ski Club website just taking a look at their upcoming schedule. They go everywhere, including day trips from Cape Cod to ski areas. You get transportation and a lift ticket. It looks like for, oh, I don't know, roughly, I think like a hundred, hundred and something. Yeah. 105 bucks for a non-member. 90 bucks with this includes bus fare and lift tickets. That's not bad. So if you go to CapeCodSkiClub.com, you can see their upcoming schedule for the 2019-2020 season. It all kicks off Wednesday, December 11th, less than a month or almost a month, so less than a month. 
And they're going to Killington, Greg. So this is like real skiing. This isn't the cross-country skiing that you've been doing for This is going years. to a real ski mountain. So you throw them like, if you're, if you're a member and you join, it's $90. Yeah. You get the bus fare and the lift ticket. Huh. That's pretty good. Skiing's I, I, expensive yeah. and traveling's expensive. I've, I've never skied in my life. My, my wife's family very av- were very avid skiers. So they go to all sorts of different places uh, up in Vermont, New Hampshire, all sorts huh. of like Cannon, Mount Snow, your favorite place, <gasps> Okemo, Mount Sunday Snow. River, Loon, Waterville Valley, Bretton Woods, all sorts of places. You might want to check that out and start planning if you have the mind to ski. How about you, Mung? You ever ski? I have skied. I don't like it. I fall, but I do lodge, and I'm a great lodger. And um, what's I'm an Olympic caliber lodger. What does it take to be <laughs> such a high-level lodger? Uh, you have to um, go into a delightful lodge, uh, grab some alcoholic beverages, potentially go into uh, the lodge's hot tub, and have a lot of fun. Now, do you use uh, your own name? Do you come up with a fake backstory like, I'm Dr. Mung, I'm a podiatrist from Seekunk? <laughs> no, you got to come How up. How are you doing? You got to come up with a name that's kind of like one of those slopes, so they call me like the Silver Bunny. Hmm. Nah, I don't know. No? So, creepy. so the ability to hold your liquor is probably another prerequisite. Of, or to release of it being, into the hot tub. Of being oh, a good, good lodger. That's right. That's right. Especially He's the lodger. Maybe like a Coming hot- up a, a five-part series <laughs> right. on AMC. Mung is the lodger. Dun, dun, dun. Do you have a lodge? Do you want a Mung? Tune in. All right. All right. So anyway, start thinking about skiing. All right. We got to get out of here, folks. Uh, You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. My name is Eric Williams. Mung, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Greg, thank you so much for being here and shining a light from way up above. It has been a pleasure. All right. Till next time. Till next week. Keep having fun. And uh, see ya. Welcome back to the Lodger. When last we met the Lodger, he was in the hot tub. Talking to a stranger. So, uh, what do you do? I lodge. <laughs> oh, so uh, what kind of drink? Is that a daiquiri? Yeah, it's one of those hot daiquiris with is, creme de menthe is that and a, absinthe. Is that a dimple? On my cheek? I guess that's your cheek. I gotta go.